Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another episode. Today is one of those episodes where I'm gonna just go ahead and jump right into it. I'm not gonna talk about the amazing resume review program we've got going on. I'm not gonna talk about a lot of the clients we've worked with one-on-one -on -one to get them into their dream clinical research job. I'm not gonna talk about that at all. I'm gonna just go ahead and jump right into the bad line manager relationships episode. So we've talked a lot about this channel about relationships relationship building, whether it's through networking or whether it's through just having a good relationship with your line manager, because ultimately they're the person who's going to get you that promotion, uh, put you in position to get that job that you want, give you that raise, give you that end of year bonus, give you accolades, et cetera, et cetera. But what happens when things aren't going well? What happens when you have a bad line manager relationship? So a colleague of mine told me today, about how she was having bad relationships with her line manager. And I had no idea, you know, you really have no idea how evil people can be until you kind of, you kind of see it because I see this person or I, I would see this person, you know, pretty often around the office when I was in the office, but I would see them and, you know, they always had a smile on their face. They always said hello to me. They're always pretty nice. And I had no idea that this person could be this evil. And this is something that people talk about all the time with corporate America, corporate culture. And for the most part in clinical research, I have never had a like bad relationship situation. I, I mean, I occasionally have sites be rude to me or like, that's the extent of it. I've never had any like life altering things happen to me because of corporate America. I've never had people stab me in the back really or that I know of. Um, or, you know, some of the negative stories you hear about in corporate America and how nasty people can be. And I think part of that is because I'm a guy and I think, you know, women with each other can be a lot more catty. And this is a predominantly clinical research is predominantly women. So I feel like it could be more cutthroat, uh, you know, woman, woman to woman. So I feel like being a guy definitely helps, but wow, I cannot believe some of the stuff she was saying. So basically you know, the situation is the line, there's a line, there's a line manager, there's a group of line managers and they are over, uh, you know, the group of, you know, people underneath them. And there's someone above the line managers, let's, say, let's call them a director. And this person is best friends with the problem line manager. So anytime, you know, a situation gets raised, it's obviously going to go to the director person because they're at the top. And of course, if there's any negative feedback on the line manager, she's going to cover it up because that's that's her friend. And, you know, that that oftentimes is bad because when a lot of people are saying negative things about something, HR should take a look into that person. HR should go in there and see what's going on. But of course, it's up to the director whether they want to fire or whatever they want to do with that person. And if they're your best friend, well, you're not going to you're not going to punish them or really do anything negative for them really even though that could be at the detriment of the company and the detriment of everyone working there so so that's bad but you know I'm not going to go into too much detail just because this person might be listening but or someone near the situation might be listening but just know that like there are bad line manager relationships out there and sometimes, no matter, you know, some of the tactics we've talked about, how to get off on the right foot with your line manager, sometimes that just doesn't work. 
And it's possible that your line manager could just straight up not like you. And I think that's one of the cases with this person because, you know, I, I, I would sit next to this person. I know they're a hard worker. I know they do their job. I know they're professional. There is no reason why a line manager, you know, someone in that position, a managerial position should feel negatively towards this person. And I know cause she would, cause this person was telling me that, you know, all the negative things that their line manager would do, intimidate her, say things like, um, say things like, you know, you can't take breaks. You better be at your desk all day. Like you're not allowed to take anything outside of your lunch break. Um, you know, a lot of people like get up and walk around like people like clinical research is pretty laid back for the most part. People aren't there micromanaging you for the most part. Um, you know, when I was in the office, man, like I'd go get my hair cut. I would, you know, go run errands. Like I would do all kinds of things. And pretty much as long as you get your work done, nobody cares. And as long as you're able to be reached and are responsive, nobody cares what you do. And that's one of the things I really liked about clinical research. But I realized that that might be have just been me. Maybe it's because of the way I interact with people. Maybe it's, you know, people just tend to like me. I don't know what it is, but that luxury is not afforded to everyone. And I'm starting to realize that now. And you know, I hate to get racial on this, but uh, one of my, co the colleague that I'm referring to is a black woman. And I feel like that might have something to do with it. Her boss is white. And I'm not saying she's racist, but I feel like there's a stereotype out there of African-American women about being like, you know, the, the stereotypical African-American woman, loud, disrespectful, rude. And I feel like she's, the manager has called her some of those things, even though that may not be the case. Because I know this person, this woman is soft-spoken, she's sweet, you know, she's helping, she's caring, all these things. I mean, some of the, you know, those stereotypical African-American attributes are not, uh, you know, what she's about at all. And, you know, having worked with this, this woman for years, I know this is not the case. But the line manager keeps going to HR about her because she because she tells her like she was rude to her and, you know, all this negative things about her. So Anyway, guys, it, it really helps when you're going through a situation like this to document everything, record conversations if you have to, correspond through email, save those emails, um, save them in multiple places so they don't get deleted, things like that. Um, you know, you want to document everything because in, when you're dealing with HR and these type of issues, they always say if, it, if it's not documented, it didn't happen. And... I mean, it's rough out here. I mean, my colleague actually had to take time off from work dealing with this stuff. The stress was just really stressful. And I mean, who would want to come to a work situation where, especially when you're when you're working in an office where your manager is constantly at your throat and, you know, if you if you leave a minute early, the manager is emailing you saying, why are you leaving and all this stuff? Or, you know, if you're away too long, your mess, your manager is going to IM you saying, why are you why are you away from your desk? Or they're going to email even other people working in the office saying, is this person at their desk? Like it was sort of like this manager had a vendetta against her. And that's what it certainly seemed like. So these relationships happen. And it's very, very unfortunate because this is how companies can lose good people. If you have bad management, they can really, really lose good people. And you see people talk about this all the time on Glassdoor. Bad management, bad management, bad management. And... You really notice a difference when you have good management, people that are supportive, that are open, that are flexible, 
really notice a difference. And I think that really makes a big difference with the company too. Like, I, I mean, I don't know the, the stats. I'm sure we'll, we'll cover some articles about it eventually, about management and companies and things like that, if we haven't in the past already. But I just feel bad for her because she's in a really bad place. She's really in a dark place. Um, and it doesn't seem to really be any any looking up for her. I mean, she's asked for them to change managers because there's a, there's a number of managers, about four or five, six managers, and they... HR will not change it. Even the director won't won't approve it to be changed either. So what is that? I mean, if the, if the manager and the uh, person they're managing don't have a good relationship and they've been work they've been working together for a, a few years, why not just change the manager? That would solve all the problems because no one else with the other managers has these issues too, or fire the manager. But of course, as I mentioned earlier, the manager and the director are friends, so they're not going to just fire the manager. They're best friends. Uh, they went to college together, so, and they've been friends ever since. So that's decades. So are they are they really in the best interest? I mean, should they have even been hired in the first place? That's a question. Um, that's a separate question, a separate issue, but. You know, it's just it's just terrible out here, and I didn't realize people were going through these these problems. Uh, with their managers, I thought for the most part it was going to be good or if it was bad They would at least change your manager and maybe you have a better relationship with someone else And then maybe if if it keeps being an issue, you, you know, you're going through manager after manager They're gonna be like hmm Maybe maybe this person just a bad fit for the company in our culture and then they let the person go But I don't think that'd be the case. I mean, what do you guys think put that put that in the comments? What do you think about this situation? Have you ever had any bad situations with your line manager? I know there are managers out there that are bad and you just may not get along with, but I think there's a lot of a lot of factors going on here. So you guys let me know in the comments what you guys think and what, what should be done about this. But you know, as I talked about before, with my whole cash can get you promoted video, uh, yeah, cash can also also give you the flexibility to leave your job that you hate and even even find another job so if you you know you so a lot of people are in debt to their job they've got to work at their job every single day uh, and if they don't you know because they got all these expenses if they don't they're going to be in debt next month so that's why having cash can get you promoted because you can take those risks but also having cash can get you out of a very sticky situation if you hate it because i know if i were in that situation and hated to come into work every day i'd either transfer departments or I'd have to quit and find another job. So, yeah, I mean, having having cash on hand gives you a big safety net. Big, big safety net. So, that's something to think about, guys. As always, email us, eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. Have you had any bad relationships with your managers? Comment that down below. All right, guys. Take care.